This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5000. Enjoy! Have you ever been to a volcano? Women with a they're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. That's what you say, man. Well, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, an inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. Somebody. Who has multiple advanced degrees, John? That's me. You have multiple? Multiple. Multiple wow. advanced degrees. You got yeah. a player hater degree? Uh I do, I guess. I yeah. Consider that. Yeah, yeah, I would consider. It's my co-host John Hill. Yeah. John, welcome. Hey, buddy. We're here, Thanks uh, for we're, me. we're here on Thursday night. We got a we got a fun show. We got John Wilms, who's from the Take It or Break It pod coming up later. We'll talk a little bit about the conference finals with him. Of course, we got Get At Me Dog. And at American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu/gradschool. Headlines and everything else. Oh, we know. got headlines this week. Oh yeah, we got, I got I got a ton of headlines. Ooh. The headlines were flowing. The yeah, headlines two were weeks flowing. worth of headlines. Yeah, 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 I got a ton. Yeah. I got a ton of headlines. All right. Yeah, I got a little lazy last week, but I'm back. I'm back, back. with the headlines. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. The conference finals to me are a little boring. Ooh, yeah, to me, maybe they're kind a little of, bit. I don't know. This is this is sort of the time of the year where I resign myself to the fact that the Warriors are going to win it all. And I focus on the draft. So I've started. I've started my draft preparation. Oh, really? You have? Started, okay. Started, I did started too. reading up on it, especially after my beloved, our beloved Kings, John. We don't. Our, I would. I would describe the Sacramento Kings as our second favorite team, probably. Oh after, yeah. After after oh, yeah. Our, yeah, yeah, after yeah, we yeah, spent yeah. a wonderful weekend in Sacramento. Mm, I still think of that barbecue, man. The, I, so do I. The barbecue. You know what? The what, bummer. What? Uh, they're doing summer league. I know. The week but before. It's right. No, it's like July second. Yeah, right up to yeah. the fourth. I'm it's, gone. It's that's the weekend I'm gone. Yeah, well, Why next don't you year. give, duh, Sacramento, you know everyone's going to Vegas. Why have yours right up to it? Well, they should have it. That's what the, the Orlando Summer League used to be right before the, the Vegas Summer League, Yeah, right? but they should do it a week before. You can't go to the Sacramento. You can't plan to go to Sacramento and can't then go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. Give yeah. yourself a buffer. Because yeah. Sacramento, that, I was when they announced that, I was like, yo, this could be our thing. This could like, be our this thing. Could have the been Sacramento like, Summer League. Yeah, Sacramento Super Hooper Summer League. I mean, would have may, been a thing. It is tough to go to both Sacramento and Vegas from a family standpoint, from a maintaining relationships with your spouse standpoint. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. We might have to. <laughs> it, it might be a bit of a Sophie's choice where we have to pick Sacramento or Vegas. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the Kings got the Kings got the uh, the second draft pick. 
that was nice for our, our Kings fandom. I know, right? Feels good. Yeah. Also, you know what was really nice? Uh, Memphis dropping. I know. Memphis. Right? Shameless tankers. Shameless tankers. Uh-huh. Yeah, shout out to uh, Chris Vernon uh-huh. for beefing. To, oh, tanking sucks. Tanking sucks. Making fun of the Sixers. And then this year, they were like, you know what? Actually, tanking's not bad for one year. Tanking's yeah. not bad. It's a, it's a part of the process. It's okay. And then guess what? Problem is, he's bad karma. Mm. The tanking gods heard you talking so are trash. You, are you saying that you, if you got to tank, you got to be all in? You gotta, you gotta be like Yo, all we're your entire. You have to really devote yourself to it. Not only that, but don't talk trash about other teams tanking. Uh-huh. And then when it comes time to tank, you, you know, tank. You tank. then you, you tank. You, tank. You shamelessly tank. Right. Well, no, tanking you, gods. You keep Tyreek Evans. <clears throat> don't trade him. Exactly. But then also send him home. Yeah. 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 No, it's rough. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, but uh, Kings, hey, it, it's so funny. We're talking more about the Kings pick than the Suns. Uh, but we are because we're Kings fans. Yeah. That, I mean, we're not Suns fans. Just born and bred. <laughs> Kings born, born and bred. Yeah. Kings fans. So who do you think the Suns take first? Well, I, I think they take a Dantich because they, the, they got Igor, good old Igor, the coach, the, Igor, the European yeah. coach. Coach Very convenient. Sometime. There's Very a picture. Convenient. I saw a picture of them together. So... Yeah, I mean, which which hurts my heart because I'm not a big Aiden guy. So, but you you were telling me that you think that they're going to go with Aiden. Yes, because two things. One, remember they hired the coach before uh-huh. they had the pick. So right. there's no way they hired the coach with just hoping that they would get Doncic. And uh, the they, coach, but they probably thought there was a decent chance. Yeah, but the coach had also coached in the NBA. I mean, was an so you're, assistant. You're so thinking like, like they're, I think they're, they liked the coach right. first. Like it wasn't like a a reach kind of coach right it was like a guy who probably should be an nba coach Mm -hmm. he was up in line uh and then yeah it's just that sarver is an arizona guy and i think he just loves ayton and i think you're gonna see a seven footer that's 260 and you're gonna think that's my guy and you have devin booker and you have a wing and uh josh jackson and i feels like you want to move on from alex len (laughs) do you yeah do you yeah, you might. This might be the year. What about the dragon? What about you know they got they got uh, they got Bender. They yeah, got Bender but he's over. like a powerful. I don't know. I could also see him picking Doncic, but I don't think. It's I, a I given. don't like Aiden at all. Like from what I read, again, my initial my initial weight into it. The thing I read about Aiden is he doesn't play defense. Yeah, that's like a thing. Like, how are you going to be a center and not play defense? Yeah, you can't. And he do like that. never played defense. Like he didn't play defense in high school. He didn't play defense in college. That's a giant red flag to me. Like, yeah. How hard? I mean, like. You're 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 a monstrous person. Like, you know, you just have to like be in the right spot. Just, just Lift, stand there. Raise your hands up. Yeah. So to, to me, I don't know. That's a red flag. I don't. Yeah. I, 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 I would love, love, love. I'm gonna say they're picking Aiton uh-huh. because I would love Dante John the Kings. Oh man, yes. that would be so fun. That's on. We'd definitely go back up there if they get Dante. Oh yeah. That would be. That would just be everything I want. So but before we, before we go before we go to, to the other John yes I heard you had some Illuminatis I have some, some Illuminatis some, uh, some good uh, some good conspiracy theories so here's about the, the yes I have two Illuminatis and I'm not sure which one is right okay all right so, so I'll I'm help. gonna I'm gonna pitch them to you okay yeah yeah I'm gonna take your expert I'm up. noted noted conspiracy yep. uh theorist not theorist but more discerner exactly yeah, yeah. okay two Illuminatis <laughs> right. LeBron James might lose. Not might. He's definitely losing. He's definitely losing. Down 0-2. He's definitely losing. Now, you would think... Celtics are the better team, in my opinion. Now, you would think that. Or is LeBron purposely losing? Let's think legacy here, right? He doesn't want to lose in the finals. What do we always say? Jordan doesn't lose in the finals. What does LeBron do? He loses in the finals. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can't lose to the Pacers in the first round because that looks horrible. Toronto, it's impossible to lose. To. You can't. You he, just, he, he may just have tried to. He could, For all he, we know, he, he tried may have hard. tried to lose he, to them. Yeah, but he's and not they losing. just tried to lose harder. He just can't do it, right? right. Let's look at the situation he's in now and mm-hmm. why he would want to lose now. Mm-hmm. First of all, no Kyrie. Right. Look, that, I, I said this. If Kyrie was on the Celtics, LeBron would be beating them. Exactly. Because he would be like, I have to beat Kyrie. I have to beat Kyrie. Now that Kyrie's not on the... In fact, maybe he wants to lose to make Kyrie look better. Is this your Illuminati? This is part of it. Okay, all right. So that's one thing. So, so, losing, he, so he's like, look, the Celtics team, is, they're actually better without Kyrie. Look, they beat LeBron. That's part of it. Rubbing but I think Kyrie's the face. other thing is, one, 
he can now you can't say he lost to Kyrie, mm-hmm. which is great for him. Right. And two, if Boston goes to the finals, what's the narrative going to be? Look how great this team is going to be. They made it. To, yeah, they got swept by the Warriors, but that's without <laughs> that's without Kyrie. That's with without Gordon Hayward, uh-huh. right? And we got Tatum as this rookie, Jalen Brown, and Steve. Uh, Steve? Uh, Was Steve on the team? Brad, Brad Stevens. Stevens. Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens. Steve Stevens. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Stevens. Uh, I'd rather be named Steve Stevens than Brad yeah, Stevens. Yeah, exactly. So Steve Stevens is this genius. They're going to they're gonna dominate the East forever. That's what, that's what I think. But, so what do you do, LeBron? You, got the, you have to join forces with the 76ers. Oh, okay. The so team that the Boston just beat. Right. So now it's like, look, I had to do this because there's no way I can beat Boston. And it's not like I'm going to a great team. Boston just beat Philly. Right. Beat him in five. Beat him in five. Should have beat him so in four. So this isn't even a great team I'm joining. Mm. This is my legacy. And then he'll go on to win. Okay. That's Illuminati number one. That's Illuminati number one. Okay. Okay. Second Illuminati. Again about LeBron. Yes. Throwing the series. Of course. Okay. Of course. okay. Going yeah. for the ratings. Uh-huh. This one is different because so i've had that theory right i was doing right. my numbers i had my charts on the wall <laughs> yeah you a lot your, of red string you had your and thumbtacks uh, yeah. all right down yeah. in my basement you had your wild eyes yes you had you uh, called you called your fiance slash wife down there exactly she brought me down uh, honey, a cheese plate yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> cheese cheese and conspiracy theories they really do go together <laughs> they do go together pretty yeah, well yeah i think uh, the, the it's the, the cultures the, venn, the cultures go inside matt the venn diagram of people who love conspiracy theories and love cheese that's that's a lot of overlap <laughs> there's a, a lot, lot of overlap, overlap. Yeah. even if you're lactose yeah yeah you uh, yeah you just got to do it you got to do it for the culture okay so <laughs> you got to do, do, do it for the culture you got to do it for the culture all right go ahead so here i am and i'm like wow yeah lebron's trying to lose on purpose but then I'm also watching him like, he's putting up 42 points. He's, he's kicking ass. Mm. So th- does that look like a man who's losing on purpose? So it made me start questioning, right? What's going on in my brain? What's going on with all this cheese I'm eating? And then it hit me. Who's playing really bad? I don't know. Every calf there ever was. Exactly. <laughs> but what happens? What is the one shot LeBron has of st- what is the one scenario where LeBron stays in Cleveland? Oh, if he owns the team. Minus owning the team. If they somehow get to the finals and do well. If they win the title. If they win the title, or right. even if they get to the finals and do well, he can say, this is probably my best shot of winning a championship okay. if I'm there, right? Okay, okay. But what does that mean? That means he stays a Cav. And who doesn't want him a Cav? The guy that hates playing with him. Kevin Love. Oh, so you think Kevin Love doesn't like playing with him? Of course not. He's so the you one think that Kevin gets, Love's throwing the series. Kevin Love is throwing the series so that LeBron James will leave, and then the Cavs will have to tank and trade Kevin, Kevin out of boring-ass Cleveland. Mm, okay. Because right. Kevin Love's playing horrible. Well, I think he's. I think he played well last series. But I think he's a little hurt. I think his is hand, he I think his hands hurt. Is he, though? Tough to shoot. Well, that's, yeah. That's what you would say. Broken on purpose. That's what you would say. If if you had to get out of getting yelled at by LeBron on Instagram and all this bullshit passive aggressiveness, you might you might slam your thumb in a car. Hold on, hold on, John. I have I have uh, Cleveland's Craigslist uh, open here from two weeks ago. Okay, there's an ad that says, "Handsome man, Mm -hmm. handsome tall man seeks somebody to break his thumb." Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) A hammer will be provided. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. So I think that I think that could be it too. There's a couple conspiracies. I don't know. I got my charts and I stuff. Think, which one? Which path should I go on, man? Which, which one should I dig deep? Should I really put? I think okay. I think it's I think it's a combination of of three. Like in all seriousness, I think it's a combination of three things. One, the Celtics team is actually really effing good. Okay. Like this Celtics team is, this Celtics team is so good that I'm like, yo. These Milwaukee Bucks are going to win the titles <laughs> someday. Like these Milwaukee Bucks took them to seven with Joe Prunty as the coach. Yeah. Now they got now they got that Budenholzer as a coach. Who knows? Mm. The sky's the limit for the yeah. for the Bucks. Yeah. You know. So I think the Celtics are really good. A. B. I do think there's something to LeBron. You know, realizing that the Celtics are good and that he can't win. He's I know he's scoring a lot, but there was some wind horse piece about like how LeBron like. Is not running that much. 
Yeah. And there's lots of defensive breakdowns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think, I mean, there's lots of like really bad defensive breakdowns in that game too. And so I think LeBron maybe is kind of taking his foot off the gas, knowing that they can't, they don't have what it takes. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I don't think Kevin Love is deliberately bad. Okay. I think he's just bad now. Mm, <laughs> I think he just he may might be just washed. be bad. Okay. He may just okay. be washed. Okay. That's I mean, an like, interesting conspiracy. I mean, he may. I mean, how old is he? He's probably like well, he's getting close to thirty, right? So, I mean, he may just be. And he also his body is like breaking down. So yeah, yeah. Well, mentally, LeBron is twenty nine. He's going to be. He's turning thirty this year. So oh my gosh, I was so washed at twenty nine. Yeah, I mean, I was not. I was not pay, playing basketball at Kevin Love's level at at twenty nine. <laughs> you know, it's starts <laughs> start to go at some point. In my in my case, it's, it, it was never there. Well. You never <laughs> never quite there. Yep. Yeah. No, I like your theories though. I do think they're losing the series. I hope LeBron goes to Philadelphia and is immediately terrible because uh, uh, he's happen. he's thirty four. He'll be thirty four, <clears throat> and yeah. And Windhorse said like basically this year he. He was not running as much. He was conserving a lot of energy. So he's about to fall off that cliff. I can't wait till Brian Colangelo gives him a big, fat four-year contract. Yeah. And I mean, he's about to fall off. He's only putting up 42 points a game. This is... Yeah. Let's mm. yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Um. All right. Well, okay. Let's... let's For Should more playoff talk, let's talk a little more playoffs. Let's bring uh, John on. Uh, other John. Oh. Other John. John are you going to let him talk? Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. John Wilms, right? That's how you say your last name, right? Uh, that works for me. <laughs> Is there a proper way to say it? <laughs> it's it's Wil it's Wilmus, but I almost feel weird. Yeah, say it however you want. I don't care. No, I can say it. I can say it. I have I have no respect for my descendants. <laughs> <laughs> Does Corbin say it wrong then on 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 take it or break it or no? Yeah, yeah, but the. the Incorrect pronunciation is canon, so okay, it's fine. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Well, welcome, welcome to Super Hoopers, John Wilms from the well. The way I know you is from Take It or Break It, the great Take It or Break It pod. Um, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, what's up, buddy? You know, not much. Just watching basketball these days. Well, not tonight. We're recording a night with no basketball, so oh. we, ca- we caught you in a lie right off. Yeah, you know he's right wa- he's watching Airbud. Oh, sorry, he's got you got Airbud on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the dog loses this time. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's multiple airbuds. Did you know, like, uh, there's this movie called MVP, Most Valuable Primate? Have you seen that one? I have not, actually. I, when I, I took a, I studied abroad in Chile. On the plane on the way to Chile, the in-flight movie was MVP, M- Most Valuable Primate. And on the way home, it was MVP, too. So oh, uh, they, a, made a, they made at least two primate playing hockey movies. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was the largest difference between one and two? Well, come on, man! I I didn't watch them. I was like studying abroad in Chile. I was trying to read books. I was trying to read up on the country I was going to. I was gonna I wasn't gonna watch like a a hockey uh, chimp hockey movie on the That's plane. Insane! Why? I, you, that is like such a failure thought, in I, your life. Matt. I thought of myself. I was you know usually like young. You're like I'm going abroad. I want to like be you know of the world. So I want to be like you know I was like a snob. Okay, is what I'm trying to say. Well, I think that you were just a, a sort of undeveloped snob mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, most valuable primate, just from what I'm hearing so far, is the true literature. Yeah, um, and you should have been focused. I should on have been that. focusing on like trying to find the subtext, the hidden meaning. Yeah, I the, mean, the, the, yeah, the, the, the whatever like the ex- existential truth is that the pri- the primate was trying to tell us. You you're you right, know right. you know the name of two uh, monkey hockey movies. <laughs> That's true, but you didn't know the name of the book that you were reading. <laughs> Yeah, I think the, so, the modern the modern snob is less about watching and uh, absorbing obscure culture and more of just about like overanalyzing very mainstream culture. Thank you, thank you. Because so, when when I got to Chile, I revealed that I didn't know who Pinochet was. Well, Pinochet was the dictator in Chile in the nineteen eighties. Yeah, and I had no idea who he was, and then I was immediately ostracized from my peers because they were like, "You studied abroad in Chile, you don't know who Pinochet is? Come on, man." Well, so what did people say about Pinochet down there? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting off to it. Yeah, um, they, they say story. he's a, a little iso ball heavy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's it's, it's interesting. Yeah. I would describe Pinochet as a little similar to uh, Russell uh, Westbrook. Very, oh, okay. Very polarizing uh, figure. Very polarizing. The great, great outfits. He had, he had a lot of passion, but his methods were not widely approved of. <laughs> um, I I ask this because I'm fairly ignorant. I'm just like an ignorant person. Well, he's a he was like a brutal right wing dictator. Um, that's what I thought. So and they elected I, they elected Allende, who was like sort of a socialist, 
in the, in the 1970s, I believe. And then in, I think it was 72, I could be wrong. The CIA took him out <laughs> and uh, he was replaced with Pinochet, who was like a right wing dictator, who the economy actually did really well under him. Um, and so part of the population likes him and then part of the population hates him. I was at a, like a graduation party last weekend in a very old man. Uh, oh, maybe it was Pinochet. It wasn't Pinochet. <laughs> it was an old man of a different nationality, not of not Chilean. I'm not going to get too specific, but he was ta- he was talking about how great Pinochet was for a while, and he was an old man at his like daughter's you know graduate school graduation. I wasn't about to like tell him he was wrong or anything, you know. Um, he's sitting in a relaxed chair talking about the way the world is at his daughter's in his daughter's home or whatever. You know, I'm not going to correct him basically. <laughs> Um, but I was just sitting there kind of thinking, like, this is wrong, I think. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is an inaccurate view of Pinochet. <laughs> this glorification seems incorrect. Well, there's no denying that he murdered thousands of people. I mean, that's one thing that we uh, that, that there's no denying. So that's it's, the, it's, it's slightly problematic, I'd, I'd the, say. The points per game is undeniable. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But so his, wait, his wait, wait. advanced stats of killed, killed civilians well, look, the per... Events, the advanced uh, stats of GDP growth cannot be denied okay fair enough fair enough uh but you know speaking of pinochet and figures <laughs> figures lo- loathsome figures let's talk about the celtics let's talk about the eastern conference playoffs uh, the way these eastern uh, eastern conference playoffs have gone i would describe as the darkest timeline uh where the celtics are this like actually good team we have the lionization of uh brad stevens am i incorrect is like could this get any worse could this possibly be any worse the way this has happened john you know, I think it's been worse yeah. in recent years, actually. There's a sense of rise in the Eastern Conference right now that there hasn't been in a long time. I just think that, like, LeBron has had this sort of... Um, stranglehold? Stranglehold. A bit of a, it's been a bit, a bit of a LeBron fiefdom for a while. And he's... <laughs> a-, a kingdom, would you say? <laughs> I might call it a kingdom. Huh. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to give it a less... Uh, honorable name than right that. because it's really lesser than it's not it's not a true kingdom like the western conference i think there's just less malaise than there's been in a long time right like there's there's a sense that things might actually change and that lebron might actually not just have a default birth into the nba finals but but uh, are, are the celtics any better i mean like the celtics are this they're it's like uh it's it's like the aforementioned pinochet being being replaced with an even more brutal dictator i mean it's like the celtics you know, nobody likes the Celtics. They're from this. I know. They're kind know, of socialism. They don't like the other one. They're like, Listen, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Pinochet being replaced with Pol Pot, maybe. Yeah. yeah there we maybe. go. There, there you go. go. I'm trying to like move my brain away from the sort of prejudice against Boston sports teams, basically. Right. I see. And because I know that they're really good and they're going to get better. And the team itself, I actually like. I like all of the players. Yes, that's yeah. that's, that's that's really the hard that's part. the biggest. Terrier is your full head of steam, just stepping into the lane when he knows LeBron is chasing him down and going up for the dunk is like that is going to just like mean so much to so many children who watch that. <laughs> that's right? true. Like, that's true. Think of the children. Like, I'm trying to think of the children. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. As a Philadelphian, I uh, despise the Boston team. And you're talking about it being the darkest timeline. I actually think there's potential for this to be the greatest timeline. Because here's the thing. Boston feels good about themselves. Right? They are setting themselves up for even better failure. So I'm hoping that you know Durant gets hurt. Steph gets hurt. Clay gets hurt. Draymond gets hurt. That all the Boston fans are like, this is it. We're going to win the title. And that just like the Patriots, they fail miserably. Well, I noticed that you you laid out three potential scenarios for the finals to look more winnable for the Celtics, and none of them involved the Rockets being in the finals. But we'll we can get to that later. Oh, let's get no, let's uh, let's get let's get to that right now. You you um you have described on 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 your podcast uh, that you that you don't like these warriors. You call them warriors fatalists, which I would I would uh I would characterize myself as that. Um, I I think the Warriors are like way better than everyone else. I think the series that they're in right now with the Rockets, the Rockets just won game two, but I think that's the one game that they win, the whole series. I think it goes five. And then I think we get a four or five game finals. But you you actually think the Rockets can win, John. 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Warriors won five. I wouldn't be surprised about anything just because we haven't seen these teams play each other very much. Um, but I don't think the Warriors are nearly as good as people think they are. They're very thin. They just like they're relying on Nick Young. Most their rotation is thin. Most of their players can't play in this series. Um, David West is too washed for this series. JaVale McGee is too clueless for this series. Um, they don't seem to trust Jordan Bell or Quinn Cook very much to play in this series. Maybe they'll try to bring one of those guys in. Sean Livingston can't shoot. Uh, two two words for you, uh, Kevon Looney. Have you heard of him? <laughs> I have heard of Kevon Looney. He's a good player. He, he, is, he is good. The He's thing good. is, the Rockets are a better shooting team than the Warriors because they can put five guys out there who can all shoot threes well. People acted like this was some sort of fluke that they won game two. James Harden didn't even play well. Chris Paul didn't even put up that great of a line. People acted as if P.J. Tucker had the game of his life that can't be repeated. His line in that game is very similar to several games that he's had in the playoffs. I think that this is going to be a hell of a fight. I mean, I hope you're right. Look, I, like, like I would love I would love for the Warriors to – it's just more interesting with someone else in there um, to have them humbled a bit. But also, it's like the Rockets. The Rockets are a hard team to get behind. You know, I'm one of the. I, I find them a little hard to watch. But you love watching them. I love. I just love. I've always loved Chris Paul. I know a lot of people hate him, but uh, I love him. I don't know. I don't understand why people hate him so much. Like he definitely does a lot of annoying, like looking for calls kind of things. But like, there's a lot of whining. That's the thing. When you watch him, there's just a lot of there's there's, there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of moaning. I don't care. It's not passive aggressive. You know, as long ah, as that passes, it's like it's like LeBron is very passive aggressive, yeah. But Chris Paul is extreme. just, a, yeah, he's just aggressive. Yes, yes. And it's it's cool, and he's also like, if you actually like take ten seconds to learn about him as a person off the court, like mm, that's, more, that's all like, you're asking a lot, though. I yeah, mean, I gotta do some googling. Ugh. I mean, all all I know from, about him is from the State Farm commercials, which also let's think about it this way: this is a team that you know was is playing for a city that was like extremely flooded and fucked up not that long ago, less than a year ago, right? So there's that redemption narrative. You got Gerald Green on the team, who's oh, a native Houston, who's really think about that stuff every time he's playing. He wore a vintage Robert Ory jersey to the stadium last night. Um, P.J. Tucker is within my favorite category of NBA players, oh. which is guys who, who made it to the NBA, but then lost their footing in the NBA and had to play overseas and then came back better. It's really just him and Patrick Beverly, but that's like my favorite category of NBA players. <laughs> they just want it more. Like, P.J. Tucker is a grind master. He's also certainly James Harden's wingman at the club. Like, everything that we... Have you seen all of the, like, photos of them arriving to the stadium yeah. together with just outstanding outfits? Just like, Yeah, the beautiful yeah, beautiful outfits, and yeah, they come together. They're, yeah, no, look, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful like, buddy, buddy comedy movie. Um, I also love James Harden's playing style. He plays like an anime superhero with his like constant trickery and just like I love his flair for the one-on-one -on -one battle. I think it's awesome. But you you like, actually I, think he's cool? I don't. I, I see. Yeah, I, see awesome. I think James Harden is painfully uncool. Like he has no personality. He hides behind this beard. Like he acts like having a beard is a replacement for having a personality. His play style on the court: lackluster defense. Hunting fouls on offense, and you you're you see all this, and you're like, yeah, yeah, this is this is a cool this L is a cool. Let me dude. peel back the curtain, John. See, Matt last week admitted he can't grow facial hair. Ah, uh, that's true. So this oh, is all jealousy. Oh, oh, oh. That he always goes back to this yeah. beard. Oh, you think you're so cool with your beard? He's really just yelling at himself. Uh, look, this is a long, long. I think I talked about this on the very first episode. With James Harden's beard is essentially a toupee. It's like a chin toupee. Because if you ever see a picture of him without a beard, he has no chin. His like his like mouth and like neck basically is a straight line that just goes back, and so the beard, you know, it's it's covering up the truth, his his true essence, which is a painfully uncool person. See, Matt's just jealous that he can't grow a beard to cover <laughs> to his my, face. To hide my weak ass chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what this is all yeah, that's about. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. John, yeah, I, I I love the way he plays too. I agree okay. with you. All right. I think he's just so. F I love the one on one battles. I think it's great. All right. Well, I think he's trying to hide his chinlessness. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. You would, you would prefer that the that the uh, playmaker for the Houston Rockets was Jay Leno. 
That's Matt's love, dream. Yeah, yeah. Would, to be fair, that would be really that would to be see amazing. Leno and D'Antoni's system though <laughs> would be pretty good. Yeah, Leno put Leno put Leno out there to stretch the floor. Let's see, yeah. let's see, let's yeah, see the yeah. Rockets run Leno out there instead of Eric you know, Gordon. <laughs> my default thought about Jay Leno. Um, do either of you see when Michael Jordan did like a brief like video interview with Jay Leno? Um, where it was like his 50th birthday and um, Jay Leno suggested he asked him like with genuine curiosity whether Michael could still dunk (laughs) (laughs) and Michael was so salty he was just like yeah I could still dunk (laughs) and uh, Leno was just like oh wow getting a little testy huh (laughs) (laughs) and and Michael was like yeah I'm testy (laughs) Stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. All right. So, Jay Leno, see, so the Rockets, if the, look, if the Rockets started Jay Leno, if the Rockets had a bench made up of various late night icons, uh, yeah, I, I could get behind them, but they don't. Well, Jay Leno might be good um, just at getting in the heads of the opposing team <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just and just making them wonder if they could yeah. still dunk he's that. just he talks a lot of really really clean trash talk yeah. to uh to the warriors he would just be like hey you sure you can dunk <laughs> yeah, <he> just, <laughs> hey have you heard the one about the spain pick and roll yeah have you he heard that it. one huh? 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 he could do huh? it he could do have it you guys? all right well i will you know like you who are trying to have new eyes with with the children of boston i will i will try to watch game three you know, as a genuine Houston fan, and see if I could see the beauty in in what I've previously uh, regarded as fairly grotesque. But uh, but I will do my best for you. Should we talk? Like, um, well, actually, I we I want to go back to this. I just want to I want you to briefly explain why you think Brad Stevens have never has never had sex. I on, don't actually think that. on this podcast <laughs> we we think that he is the only person that you could describe his penis as presentable. So I don't know if that aligns with your theory about his his abstinence or not. Uh, but well, just because it hasn't been mangled by usage. <laughs> I don't know. It yeah, just... it's 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 still in its could wrapper. Be. It's could still be. in the wrapper. Yeah. Still, exactly. still brand new. Any other uh, Brad, wait? Any other Brad Stevens slander though that you want to get off before we before we move on from the playoffs? You know, I, <laughs> I think I'm sadly kind of like off that at the moment. Oh, I you've moved I'm, on. You've moved on. What's... I, I I've said some you know, sort of deranged things about him in previous weeks. And I'm trying to give these guys a little bit more benefit of the doubt. Um, that being said, uh, Brad Stevens, you know, it's okay that you've only gotten to third base, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's okay. You're, it's okay you're good at other things. Like you're, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like your children, you know, were born because of your semen being put in a turkey baster. <laughs> Um, oh, he has children. Fun. You've done you've done the personal life research on him that you did with, on Chris Paul. He does. He does have children. <laughs> this has happened enough times on Twitter that like people have tweeted at <laughs> they myself. Tweet, they tweeted Corbin. pictures of his, Brad Stevens' children at you. To, to, <laughs> that's, that's happened before, yeah. <laughs> because we've just we've talked so much about how much of a virgin he is that people have been like, explain his wife and children to us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter, the Twitter lawyers got you. Yeah, they got you on cross examination. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why Matt had a baby. It's true to prove just, to, prove, just to, to prove people that uh, he had yeah, sex. That once. I could do it. That yeah. I could do it. Just one time. Just one, one time. time. That's all it took. Yeah. Technically speaking, though, that doesn't mean that you've had sex. No, you can just you can just donate your sperm. Oh, to that's your true. Wife. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You yeah. could. Yeah, you could. Your, your you could wife have could children. Be yeah. Sleeping with the mailman. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. You know. Or like well, that. There's like a Vince Vaughn movie where he had like fathered thousands of kids via sperm bank yeah. yeah well you could be the biological father even but without you know you just like jizz in a cup mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then give it give it to a fertility doctor and then they oh so that's what you do after you jizz in a cup <laughs> yeah, oh wow yeah. <laughs> wow you gotta give it to i got fer- that wrong you gotta give gotta, what have you been doing with it John? I, okay all right yeah. all right no, you have to get an incubator at home oh man no um, i have a whole shelf at the lo- local library <laughs> I thought that's what you. My friend, I had a friend, I had a friend uh, growing up whose dad made him keep his urine for some reason. We never found out why, really? but oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's very, very strange. Ugh. So he had like I don't, I don't know. I think it was for like chemical reasons. Like the company he was working for needed the urine for some reason. But. Oh gosh, I, th- I think his dad uh, drank, drank pee. <laughs> I, I think his dad, <laughs> I think his dad's a pee drinker. Be, his mom was a playmate. 
Wait, what? Yeah, his mom was a former Playboy uh, playmate, oh, and his yeah. dad collected urine. So, so <laughs> there you go. So there you go, folks. Shout out, shout out to Derek. <laughs> <laughs> First and last name. Wow, just doing that. First and last name, baby. Wow. Uh, he doesn't listen. He doesn't. Yeah. Listen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. All right, John. Actually, we we should probably uh, get going. Um, that that sort of sums up sums up every you know every important NBA topic. Uh, uh, that we needed to cover. Do you have anything that you want to plug before we go? Uh, just check out the Take It or Break It podcast. I love it. Me, uh, I love it. I love it. I, I just started listening to it. I highly recommend it. Follow me on Twitter at at John Wilmes W Y L M E S words. That's it. There's nothing else to. Oh, I write. And I'll I'll be writing at Real GM as I do. Um, come take my um, English composition classes. It's City College in Chicago as well, if you'd like to. Dear, dear, wait, because so I'm also a professor. Do your students, like, ever right. ask you about the NBA? Some of them will tell me that they've, like, looked at my Twitter, and I try to just, like, I try to end the conversation as soon as possible, honestly, <laughs> or redirect the conversation my, as soon as possible. My students one time went through my Twitter feed while I was lecturing and would shout my old tweets at, out at me. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds stressful. <laughs> it was. Luckily, I, I keep it pretty clean. There's nothing too terrible on there. But. Oh, it looks like Professor Hill liked Big Butts 40, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> 43. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing like that. Yeah. There's nothing like that. I've, I've written some weird stuff. I wrote a whole article about sperm banks. Oh, there you go. That's why you knew so much. That's why you knew so much about Brad Stevens' uh, uh, proclivities. Yeah, yeah. We should have introduced you as a a sperm 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 expert, expert. or just a sperm (laughs) expert. I wrote that in a Mel magazine, and then a student of mine told me that he that he read the article, and it involves a lot of discussion of masturbation Hmm. and things of that nature. And I was like, oh, I you know, I got to end this conversation as soon as possible. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. Well. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, uh, noted jizzologist, uh, <laughs> John Wilmes. More semen talk than I thought. Yeah, there was a lot. I mean, I don't know how much is going to make the cut, but <laughs> just know that there was more. There was more. <laughs> there, there was, was more. Let me there's let, more let's left. There's more. There's 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 some on the whatever cutting room floor. Whatever we left in, whatever we left in, uh, you know, yeah, we probably left in a Kleenex yeah, somewhere. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, All right, let's do get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. This is where he tweeted at players. Score points if they respond. This week, Sam Decker. Sam Decker. I forgot he was on the Clippers. Yeah, so did I, actually. I thought he was, because I I just thought he was on the Rockets still. I knew he wasn't on the Rockets, but I remembered he got traded for. uh, I was like, Charlotte? Yeah. They love white guys. Yeah, yeah. They Uh, love big white guys. Yeah. Uh, No, so I tweeted at him. You know the Adult Swim show, uh, Decker? There's an adult swim show called Decker. Okay, yeah. Are you familiar with it at I've, all? No. I'm not familiar, but I've heard it. Yeah. Okay, anyways. There's so for listeners out there, there's an adult swim show called Decker. So I tweeted at Sam Decker. Did you know Adult Swim made a show about you but spelled your name wrong? SMH. And then I put a link to the show. And then I also put a picture of a billboard in LA of the show. So No Photoshop, just the real I I thought the real billboard was like funnier just because of the expression Decker is making on it. Got so it. I thought about photoshopping it in, but I I I don't know. I I, I may I may I may circle back and try try a Photoshop. Okay. So I saw him. Uh, he was tweeting about the vet, his dog, mm. and he said going to the vet is so expensive. I always leave looking at him like you're lucky. I still like you enough to do this stuff. And then he was retweeting people posting photos of their dog being like, my dog has cancer. I saved him. It costs $4,000, all this stuff, right? So I said, all right, let's, oh, no. let's do this. Oh, no, John. Let's do this. John. I'm here, to play, I'm here to play the game. Right. Right? Okay. Trying to win the game. Right. Oh, no, John. Luckily, I had a photo uh-huh. of my roommate's dog, my r- old roommate's dog, Rosie. Uh-huh. And I posted it and said, sold my truck. Saved my best friend. Oh, nice. So did you get anything? Uh, I got a like from Sam Decker. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. John Beck. Yes. John Beck. I didn't get anything. You I didn't get nothing. anything. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm back. Congrats. Hey, Be- look, you sold your soul. I sold my soul. You lost your integrity. I told him. You, you sold. <laughs> I was close to saying my dog had cancer. Yeah, that's too much. But that was too much. Too much. I just Can't. said sold my truck. I figured he's a truck guy. Yeah. You know, Wisconsin. Yep. Saved my best friend. Little photo. This Rosie. Rosie. Yeah. Wow. Love you, girl. Well, it was all a lie, Sam. It yeah. was all a lie. 
So thank you. Wow. Oh, nice job, John. That's, right? it's been, That's it's been a drought for it you. It has been a little drought. It has been All a, it took you yeah. was to sell, sell just, everything you had my believed problem. in. Yeah. I was doing like Photoshop and all much, this stuff. No, too no. Much I got to go, go, go dark. All right. All right. Let's do a little headlines. Yep. Let's do a little headlines. These are headlines from the uh, newspaper. A lot of news this week. Yeah, a lot of news. A lot, a lot of news. news. You, you know, it's the playoffs. It's playoffs, yeah. Let's do it. What do you got? Gerald Green said he loves Houston and he would die for the city. Wow. When asked for comment, the people of Houston said, who's Gerald Green? Headlines. <laughs> uh, the Toronto Star published an article titled, Kevin Durant Ruined Basketball. Also in that issue were similar art- articles titled, Water is Wet, Grass is Green, and John Hill has Terrible Basketball Takes. Headlines. All obvious. This is what I, I don't know if that was... That might have been more All fake. obvious May, Maybe fake news. But. Uh, Dennis Schroeder deleted everything uh, on his social media associated with the Hawks. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Asked if this means he's leaving, Schroeder said no. It's just that with all that Hawk stuff, it was hard to get laid. Headlines. Very true. Very <laughs> true. true. Young man. Yeah. Uh, it was discovered. It was, uh, it was discovered or it was revealed. Investigative journalist discovered a 25-year-old man playing high school basketball. I saw this. I saw this I guy. Saw saw this this guy. Yeah. Of course, he's still not the oldest uh, person to play high school basketball. That record, of course, is held by Thonmaker. Headline. <laughs> saw it coming. Yeah. Saw it coming. That guy though was dating a 14-year-old. Was he really? Oh yeah. I didn't see that. I was like kind of into read the, the article. I was kind of into the story. I was like, yo, respect to this guy going back to high school and just balling out. Right. And they were like, well, he also had a 14-year-old. I was like, okay, okay. So kinda, let's uh, let's kinda... change the headline. Uh, cops catch pedophile. Yeah. And that's Man. that's headline. Um, the NBA Combine happened today. Yes, it and did. And I don't know if you saw this, but the player with the smallest hands was Jalen Hands. I saw that. And one of the oldest players was Trey Young. So all this uh, opposite last name stuff is very bad news for Colin Sexton. Headlines. Yeah, okay, yeah. so he had... Do you get it? Colin Sexton? Yeah. Yeah. If it's, it's the opposite, he's not yeah. going to have. Oh. Yeah. That's not nice. a ton of sex. Right, right. All right. Shout Just out to a beefs. little bit. We've Just gone a little out. bit of sex. We've gone on. Just the tip of sex. <laughs> shout out to beefs. You want to do some shout outs and beefs? Yeah, let's do it. What do you got? I got this. I got this. This this video that I saw on the internet. Okay. From this is the owner of the Atlanta Hawks before the lottery. Let's play. This is Jamie Gertz. I'm getting ready for the lottery tonight. Come on, come on. I'm crossing everything I can cross, and I'm just gonna show you. I have a little red ribbon just around the brazier area, which just wards off the evil mojo and only gives me the best mojo. So let's. Go Hawks. Tonight, 7.30 ESPN. Fans. Wow. Yeah, wow. 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 That's just a little PSA. That's the wife of the Hawks owner. Oh, really? Yeah. She Apparently, she was an actress in the 90s. And I just wanted to do a little PSA for our listeners out there. Yeah. Just uh, never, never date an actress. Oh. Just, 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 just run. If you ever, yeah. if you're mm. thinking about it, I know it sounds great, but just. Just don't do it. I uh, yeah, you can't. Oh, it's you, tough. You probably dated some actresses in your time. Have yeah. I? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I never like had a girlfriend actress. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Right. I, I would say I right. dated a little, mm-hmm. uh, but which is kind of nice too, because sometimes if you date them for a little bit. The only other time you see them is when they're on TV uh-huh. and they're in hair and makeup, and you're right. like, "Oh, hey, look, she's I looking dated great. Her. Yeah, I dated look how her. great she hey. looks." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other girls, you date a nurse, see her after a 14-hour shift, yeah. she looks horrible. It's yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. So. Damn. Shots at nurses. Yeah. I'm... No shots at nurses. <laughs> all right. All right. No wink, wink. You know what I mean? Um. Man, you got any shots at beach, John? I got a. I got a. Uh, one that I really like. Um. I've been listening to. Have you? Uh, you listened to the the? I almost said the Beatles, uh, the Beach Boys. Mm. Are you a fan of the Beach Boys? You're a Cali kid. Not really. Really? Why not? I don't know. I never listened to them growing up. Oh, okay. 
I like I I always thought that you kind of had to choose Beatles or Beach Boys, and I was always more of a Beatles guy. Really? I really actually, li- to be honest, I was more of a Bob Dylan guy. I listened to a lot of Dylan. Oh, really? In, I didn't, in, I didn't. in high school and college, I was nah. big. Big yeah. into Dylan. Of course you were. Yeah. Thinking you're so smart. Yeah, I was it more was sophisticated. Yeah. yeah it was it's more about the lyrics. Yeah, it is. Ooh. I, I love Dylan. Ooh. Anyways, I wasn't into the Beach Boys. I mean, I've heard a few songs. That's not how he sounds. You're not even doing It's like. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Look, John. John, it's like the easiest thing in the entire world do it. to do a Bob Dylan impression. Do it. Do you it. can't even do it right. Uh, well, get, like, uh, give me something to talk about. Give me, give me a basketball thing to talk about. Wow. Uh, on Here at the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, we have a famous uh, singer-songwriter, Bob Dylan. Bob, what do you think about this series? I want to I talk about Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens. Oh, he, I heard he spent a day with Kyrie Irving. What was that like? Just blowing a couple of giant minds, talking, melding. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty it's good. easy. That's it's pretty easy. good to talk, but I was singing. It's different. <laughs> you just sing the same way. Nice. Brad Stevens was a man with a presentable penis and <laughs> never touched a boob. Yeah, okay. never, never saw a boob that he would like to touch. Yeah, see, come on, John. It's okay. easy. It's yeah, easy. You're right. It's easy. That's it's easy. Better. Better. Um, huge fan of the Beach Boys, though. Uh-huh. I Growing up, so there's multiple versions of the Beach Boys, like the fun pop it's like the Beatles. Like they had when they were young, they did their surf and safari and all that stuff. And as they got older, Brian Wilson kind of took over. And then you have like Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. right? Which is considered one of the greatest albums of all time, right? Usually like number two. Right. So I don't know if you know this, but Brian Wilson, after Pet Sounds, which was this iconic album, he started working on another album called Smile. Mm-hmm. But it kind of drove him crazy. And they had this thing called the Smile Sessions where they worked on it forever, but they never finished it, right? And they would put out, eventually the label put out like a few songs because they were like, dude, you never finished this album. So the song Good Vibrations mm. came from that album, That's that recording session. And then 2007, Brian Wilson, now that's like just like an old dude, right? Finally was like, you know what? I'm going to sing the Smiles songs. So he released an album called uh, Smile. But he's like old now. So he like sang it, you know, and he sang his songs and he made this album. And uh, But he's old now, so he sounds like Bob Dylan. So he sounds like he Bob sounds Dylan. sounds like a 19-year-old yeah. Bob Dylan. Good vibration. <laughs> I can't do it. It's Literally spend... 10 seconds working on it one day and you'll, you'll be able to get, you'll be able to get your Dylan impression okay, down. I'll work, I'll work <laughs> on it. Uh, so you put this album out and people loved it and it was good, right? It was like a good album, even though he's kind of older and whatever. Right. What they did, and I listened to the album and I liked it, but what they did a few years after that, and I didn't know about this until recently, since he completed the album, the engineers, uh, of the record label was like, well, now we know the blueprint of what you wanted this to be. So they went back and took all the old recordings of when he was in his twenties and the rest of the beach boys and then re-edited it to be the album that he wanted. Oh, wow. So now they re-released it called the smile sessions mm. and it's what he wanted, but like 20 year old Brian Wilson and all the, the beach boys singing. It's incredible. Okay. It is like, it's great. It's like, like kind of like it. It feels like more pet sounds. So if you if you like pet sounds, find this the Smile Sessions, and it's. I've been listening to it. We got it on vinyl. I've been listening to it nonstop. It's, it's quite incredible. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So check it out. Yeah. And I think they put out like a, a big box album with even more stuff. But I got just the album. But it's 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 really good. All right. Well, I'll look it up. I listen to all my music via YouTube. Hopefully, it's on YouTube. Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay, okay, YouTube good. got it. The YouTube yeah, okay, got it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how I, yeah, that's how I do it. <clears throat> I don't know how I started doing that, but that's just that's just my way of listening to music. Yeah. Um, man, I don't really. I mean, I I have some like Philly beef, but I don't want to bring you down too much. Sean. Oh, what what do you got? Beef? I just I just want to beef a little bit with. I, I hesitate to do this, but I just want to delight a little bit in the Philly misery or or point out. Point out some hypocrisy amongst the Philly fan base where... Easily. Easy. A lot of hypocrisy. So the identity of the Philly fan base, all right? The identity of the Philly fan base is how smart they are. That... Is it though? There's a certain segment of the Philly fan base 
that was all on board the hinky train. Okay, okay. That we're is, talking that. I'm talking fan. about the process trusters. We're talk- yeah. I'm talking about the hinky cultists. Got it. Okay. Got it. We're talking. And yep. their whole mantra is, look how smart we are. It all worked out. We're a bunch of geniuses. We oh, yeah. knew hinky was great. Yeah. This same group then was the uh, was the same group that absolutely celebrated the Fultz trade. Oh, yeah. They loved it. And what I thought was interesting was on the Zach Lowe podcast this week, it was sort of like, I don't know if this was revealed or I don't know. I think there was a lot of suspicion about this. But essentially, he said, Ainge, Danny Ainge of the Celtics always wanted Tatum. They were taking Tatum number one regardless. Yeah. Like they were always, even if that trade didn't go down, they, they didn't get that pick from Philly, they were going to just take Tatum at one. Lonzo would have gone two and Fultz would have gone three. So basically, Danny Ainge is like such a genius that he was able to get his guy he would have taken, and he got the extra pick from from Philly. Yeah. And so my what I was thinking about is like these these people who love Hinky and th- think of themselves as super smart, nobody saw this. Nobody saw, wait a second, Danny Ainge is like eating our lunch money or taking our lunch money with this trade. Instead, they all celebrated the trade like it was the greatest thing in the world instead of saying, hold on a second, something's fishy here. Something may be fishy here. Yeah. Like they, they weren't smart enough to say – None, none of them. None of them were smart enough to say, hold on a second, maybe Ainge is pulling one over on us. Oh, you know who did? Yeah. I did. Right. Did when you? Ha- yeah. When it happened? <clears throat> I mean, I know both you and I were more down on the trade than other people just because we didn't like Fultz. Yes. I celebrated the trade because it was fun. Right. Like, it's just a fun thing as a fan. You're just like, oh, look, we get the number one pick. But, like, you know, like I said, but I nobody, didn't think nobody, nobody was like... Wait a second. Oh no! Yeah, I did. Yeah, and Philly fans went at me. Oh, you got to pull the tweet. You got to pull the receipts, John. You I have pull the, the receipt. Re- yeah, you I have the, the receipt right here. Because I, I, I definitely didn't see it at the time, but I didn't see the take at the time saying, "Hold on a second. Why is Ainge making this trade? Like, you know, what, what, what's Ainge? You know, what's Ainge? You know, what does Ainge know that we don't know? Everyone was like, "Oh no, it's just like they just don't think Fultz is a good team fit for that team or something." You know, everyone had assumed that the Celtics were definitely going to take Fultz. Um, at one, I don't think anybody had said that there was any intel that that they weren't taking faults at one. Oh, here it is. This is right when it happened. Danny Ainge ain't an idiot. There's a reason he prefers Jackson and the LA pick over Fultz. We're not dealing with Vladi over here. So I, I thought maybe he was going to go Josh. Josh Jackson, Jackson, right? Right. And then it's just like, and then it's just everyone just being mad. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, they probably, this may have been the one time you were actually right. I know you're always right, but this may have been the one time you were really right in, in, in all seriousness. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. This is my favorite one by Mick Carey. I get that being on the opposite side of popular opinion is how you're approaching building your NBA brand, <laughs> but you're wrong here. <laughs> right? That's what, that's what a stranger, I don't follow this guy. This is what a stranger said. And I go, is it popular opinion that Ainge is as dumb as Vlade? Like, what you, but it's Danny Ainge here, right? Like, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like, I mean, this is a guy we used to make fun of for his, his whatever draft foibles, but those that looks all stupid in retrospect because all the guys he drafted turned out to be studs. So Yeah. Well, Ainge doesn't have the greatest talent evaluation, so I can't totally buy this argument. <laughs> <laughs> This fool, then he, then, he, then he fucking takes Have you Jason seen Tatum. Ainge's last three drafts? Horrible. That's Philly fans. It's Dude, like, come on, Can we guys. talk a little bit about how wrong, at least I was, about Danny Ainge's draft evaluation? This dude look, took Terry Rozier, who looks like a freaking stud. Then he takes Jalen Brown, who is definitely, like, the best of anybody drafted behind him in that draft. And I think he's better than Ingram. Blaker fans would kill me, but I I th- I would take Jalen Brown over Ingram any day of the week, now and going forward. Then this dude takes Jason Tatum, has Jason Tatum pegged as number one, which nobody had Jason Tatum pegged as number one. Jason Tatum, I mean, it's arguable between him and Donovan Mitchell who turns out best of this draft class, but I, I would bet on Mitchell or I would bet on Tatum as being the best best guy from this draft class too. So we can we have no we no longer have that to hold over Ainge, which kills me even more. It's like this whole freaking Celtics thing, them being good is just—I'm dead inside. Another thing, I'm the—I've been saying it when everyone kept telling me, "Oh, Danny Ainge can't draft. Danny Ainge can't draft." No, I'm you, like, uh, to be fair to you, you always defended him. I'm like, look, yeah, oh, oh, he missed the 17th pick. He missed the the 20th pick. It's like, yeah, you're not supposed to. But every time he's been in the top 10, Marcus Smart, no, no one also, better. That's another thing. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart. Great was pick. the best of probably that draft too, at least in the top ten. I mean, it's arguable between Smart and Randall who you'd want, but I think most people would take Smart. I don't know. 
and uh, and then Jalen Brown, and then Tatum, and now we're looking at Terry Rozier, who we all clowned and thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I probably was a part of about that too. But it's like, yeah, the guy can draft. Yeah. And how about this? This is another great tweet. Man, I was killing it. Considering Hinky voted Ainge for GM of the year, yo, Philly fans, Hinky voted his year. He wrote about it in his yeah, manifesto. He's like, this he was like, Danny Ainge is the GM of the year. Yeah. Uh, maybe take Sam Hinky's word for it. But they don't. They don't. Yeah. That Fultz trade is going to go down as such a disaster. Well, we'll see. Yo, they got Tatum's already better than Fultz. Yeah. And they got the freaking Sacramento pick coming next year. But we don't know what that's going to be. That pick's going to be like top five probably. I mean, Sacramento was the seventh pick this year. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. And then if you had Luka, and instead of getting George Hill and Zach Randolph, if they. You're right. You're right. I mean, look. The Kings might fuck it all up. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, you never know. The, the Kings know. could draft Kings the could worst. Kings. Kings going to King. <clears throat> but the one thing about the Kings is they're not going to really tank. You know what I mean? I think it'll be closer to seven or eight next year. And if Fultz becomes pretty good, yeah, you'll say like, oh, Tatum was better. But if you end up trading, you know, if you just end up getting a really good guy, but there was a guy better, like that happens, right? Oh yeah, you're saying yeah, if 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 he turns out to be somewhat okay. If he turns out to be somewhat okay and he's good, yeah. then you're like, Well, yeah, we should have had Tatum, but we all should have had Steph Curry. We all should have had, you know Giannis. Giannis and Donovan Mitchell and all this. Like it happens. But as long as your guy's good, right, you know, it's okay. You know, as long like as you could uh, pick Harden if it's Steph like Curry. Uh, it's like Hakeem and Jordan. Like Hakeem went one. Exactly. Jordan went yeah, three. Yeah, I don't think Fultz will be that. But like, you don't think Fultz is going to be Hakeem. Yeah, but like, but I don't think Jason Tatum's going to be Jordan. But but like, <laughs> you look at like the uh, like the Blake Griffin year. He went one, but there's definitely people better than him after. Right. I right, mean, minus right. the injuries that derailed his career. But like, yeah. you're happy you got Blake Griffin yes. minus the injuries. Yeah. And if you're like, oh well, Steph went after him, but it's like, okay, but we still got a really good guy. Yeah, you got a good guy. You, you got a good that. guy. So we'll see. I mean, I also, I don't know. I don't know. Every day I go back and forth on whether Fultz is going to be a competent basketball player or not. Awesome. Rumors has his foul shot didn't look crazy the other day. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. Can't I wait. Know. Can't wait. All right. I'm going to get a hot take out there early. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead Real go ahead. quick. This, we're going to do a draft episode. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Can't wait. We got our special. We got a good, we got a good idea for a draft yep, episode. Yep. Because truthfully, it, draft experts, really bad. Yeah, yeah. There's no good draft like, experts. It's got NBA Twitter draft experts. Unfortunately, not good. Right. I'm sorry. Well, to be fair to them, it's just really hard. It's very hard. It's a difficult. It's, it's a difficult very science. hard, and they don't meet the players. That's yeah, my they biggest don't have, knock. They on. don't have as much information as the GMs. Exactly. They can't sit down with Markel Fultz and put a curse on him like Danny H did. Yes. Yeah. They can't personally ask him how many teams are in the league. Yeah, yeah, they can't. They can't get that information. Right, right. And that's very important. They can't watch the uh the Chick-fil-A gravy sweating out of his pores. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do they have gravy at Chick-fil-A? I don't know. I don't know. Polynesian sauce, I think. Okay, I think whatever it is. The Polynesian sauce. sauce. Yeah. The Chick-fil-A <laughs> sauce sweating out of his pores. And here's the other thing, hot take. Chick-fil-A overrated. I've never had it in my entire You never life. had it. So in I don't your life? know. I don't know. It's I have no idea. I've never had it's it. It's fine. It ain't that great, right? Like we got chill. It ain't. Uh, it ain't uh, McDonald's uh, sponsor of the hit web series Game of Zones. Ooh. So it ain't. Uh, it, it, ain't, ain't it ain't Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich. It ain't. I have never had that. What? Why is that? Is that a sponsor oh. of yours? No, that's just the pinnacle of fast food sandwiches. No, I, when I go to Wendy's, I just get. I get a. I get a frosty. That's what Frosties like. are good. I love Frosties the frosty. Are good. Uh, hot take. I'm going to say this right now. Okay, do it. Colin Sexton. Mm. Is gonna be really, really good. Okay, I would. I I don't like my my initial dive into Colin Sexton. Don't like what I see. I like. I dove right in. I dove. I, you, I really I really like dove it. right in. He's one little thing undersized. <clears throat> so that was the thing. See? Today the combine came out. Right. He's normally listed at six three. Uh huh. Barely six foot. He's six and a half. Six foot, half an inch. Oh, is he? He's a is little he shorter, shorter than I thought. But it's the same height as Trey Young. They're the same height. Okay, yeah, but Trey Young is definitely undersized. Here's a, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, Steph Curry, Steph Curry's six three. Yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like that. You look at all these guys that you think are undersized, and they're like six three, or yeah. six two, mm-hmm. or even if they're six two, they usually got a long wingspan. Yeah. So, well, Sexton has does have a six foot seven wingspan. Okay, that's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's my thing about Sexton. I don't like the players with the big hair. 
To me, mm. what you are saying when you have big hair is I don't take my shot seriously. Gets so, it gets in the way of your shot. If you really take shooting seriously and there's any chance that your hair messes with your shot, shave it off. See, that's why that was the red flags with Lonzo. That's that why was, he's a bust. That was, and his shot improved drastically after, after he shaved his, his head. head. After he shaved his head. But then it went in the tank later in the season. Who yeah, knows yeah. what happened? Who I, knows? I, I think it might be because his girlfriend got pregnant and yeah, that'll mess keeping up. That'll mess night. up. Also, like, you know, the just dread of, you know. Yeah, first time you have coming. sex. Yeah, that's yeah, not a mess. Tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm early on this six. I want the Sixers draft Colin Sexton. They won't. But I think that dude can ball. Well, he seems to have a little bit of the Mamba mentality. He's got the Mamba mentality. He's yeah. got a little fight. Now, I do think he's one of the guys that it depends what team he goes on to. Right. If he goes to a bad team. Not going to go well. It, it ain't going to go yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. But it, I think he has. If you're looking at. You know, everyone's searching for the next Donovan Mitchell. I think this is a guy. It's too short, though. It's just, you know, it's when hard. you get that short, there's there's very few success stories that short. That's it's like, very true. It's Chris Paul. And I will say that because when I saw how, act, like, I thought he was 6'3", but then yeah. when they measured him and he's, you know, really closer, I, that does kind of give me a little scare. But the guy's a winner, man. The guy balls out. Keep an eye out on him. All right. That's my hot All take. Right. Well, I'm glad you got your hot take that I'll sure to be wrong. You just listed off all my great takes. Although, congrats. Congrats on those Ainge takes, Joe. Ooh. Ooh wee. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Bet against Philly. It's almost worth, you got to bet against the Philly fans. It's almost, the it's almost worth Boston being good for you to be right. Would you say that? Uh, it's a close one. It's a close one. It's a close one. That's, but that's part of my thing. It's like, you know, when like the guy said, oh, it's your brand to go against popular opinion. Yeah. Well, you're a sea of idiots. <laughs> And it's just not my brand. Watch, watch which way the like, sea of idiots is flowing. Just a sea of idiots are going love, one I way. Love, I love how there's this idea that you're concerned about your NBA brand. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like that's the one thing I it's care like, about. Come on, guys. Come on. Come like, on. I mean, like, come John, on. like I know John. John's got a good job. He ain't. <laughs> he ain't. He ain't on these Twitter streets trying to build an NBA brand. No. Nope. Okay. Okay. Nope. John. John. John's got a career. Okay? I got. I'm. <laughs> I'm good. Fine. He's good. I'm good. He's Think, good. Things are good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Things yeah. are good. Yeah. yeah. I said. A photo. I sent a photo the other day uh, of something and had my apartment in it. And my buddies from back home were like, "How the fuck? How the how the fuck did you make it? <laughs> hey, like, no, how did you make it out of White Crestmont?" No, no. Let but. me tell you how John made it. Move to L.A. You morons. Like, <laughs> there's you you move move to a city where they have jobs. Okay. Yeah, that, that could be it. You get a job. And if you show up and, yeah, like, and work do hard. fine, you work your way up. And you don't, don't be a weirdo. Yeah, and don't be a weirdo. You, you live in, like, bumfuck Indiana. There's no jobs, all right? Move to a city with fucking jobs. How hard is it? Wow. Wow. Just, yeah. woo. Yeah. Let me give you some advice. Just, just doing some, wow, some life. Yeah. That, that's economics uh, professor. No, right it's, there. to be honest, it's a big problem in America. People have become less mobile. Yeah. And there's actually cities that are expanding with plenty of jobs. But for whatever reason, in this period of american history people have stopped moving around the country where that was not true in the past mm, so yeah but also so the cities with the jobs are very expensive to live in yeah so that's part of it and what we need to do if i'm going to get on my soapbox do it get on that build soapbox. some fucking houses in these cities all God, right why don't they build the houses it's because of the permitting and stuff because of the government regulation it's really uh, hard to build it's really hard to build multi-unit housing and like tall apartments yeah because the, the rich cities. people don't want that Yes, it's the not in my backyard. Yeah. So let me tell you who the real enemies are. Ooh. It's people who own single-family houses. They keep all this building out. They keep the prices up. Their pr housing price goes up. They're making money off it. They're the bad guys. You should think of people who own housing in these high-priced cities as monopolies, as cartels. Mm. People, You should think about them as the Time Warners, keeping yeah. all the competitors out. Yeah, but I'm like... I'm getting close to buying a house. Well, look, like, see, it, I don't want to. Once wanna, you, you know, become that person, once you you're get in that the, good job, then you you're get, in the you cartel. The house. I then you're in the cartel. Yeah. Then, you're the, then you're a bad person. Then you're. Then I don't want to share you're, a house you're, with people. Then you're pretending you sold your truck to save a dog on Twitter. <laughs> that just, is true. Just, just for your for NBA brand. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, I'm worse than this. Freaking amoral. I'm worse than someone trying to build a brand. Right. I'm fucking doing all the shit. Just, 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 just doing it for shits and giggles. You're killing dogs just for shit and I'm giggles. I'm killing dogs. <laughs> yeah. I'm fake saving. You're fake saving dogs. Fake killing saving trucks. dogs. Yeah. Just to be on the Twitter to right. do well on this podcast that no one listens to. This yeah. is the worst path. It's, this is it's, bad. It's a. It's a bad path that we got. Oh, I don't gosh. know. I don't, oh, well, well, but we we appreciate you listening. Yes, but so thank you. So on that you. note, thanks for listening. And Until next week, keep it. Keep it.
super hoopers. Ah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back, super hoopers. Ah, what crap is that? Yep, dude. It's another NBA podcast, Bebo Talk now. An hour of wisecracks. Ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. I wow. So you call yourself super hoopers Knock this shit off right now Y'all biting super troopers Put this on, I'm going like LeBron True maneuvers, come on John You spawn nothing but stupid bloopers A boring part of shooting hoops and shooting shit Well Matt and John think they producing these hits They making me yawn and I'm losing my shit They always wrong about who to pick So I ask they two chicks if they do assist But when they use they dicks, all they do is swish Stupid like the Knicks and horror singers Always tired as shit and can't bring it Just like the Sixers uh, Living in the past Couldn't win a championship to save they ass facts John, it's like a cantaloupe, right? It's okay to like them Just don't have Brian Colangelo's child on an island Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast Bebo Talk, nah, an hour of wisecracks Ah, fuck y'all, give me that hour of my life back Super Hoopers, what crap is that? At Arnold Organic, we know that when we take care of the earth, the earth also takes care of us. You'd be surprised by our environmentally friendly way of baking breads. Our ingredients are farmed per strict USDA organic standards that make the soil richer and promote biodiversity. Our bakeries are powered by renewable wind energy, and we donate 1% of our revenues to environmental causes as members of 1% for the planet, so that future generations can flourish too. Arnold Organic Bread, great taste that's sustainably baked. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Rootmetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.